You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. They're weird. Uh, this one was more like a Neapolitan piece of card. And, <laughs> I hate you. Um, Hypnotize exclusivity. Vilify poverty. Welcome back to Twig. Oh my god. I'm Proxy. Gamer score 3,666. Oh, I'm Sarah, and I accidentally just interrupted Proxy in his gamer score because you snuck that one I right in. I snuck it in there. Uh, we're joined again today by a uh, guest. I'm very bad at social distancing. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very bad it's at me, social It's me, Al. Distancing. Yeah. You're the adult who's going to keep us on track. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, well. That, that's wow. not happening. We weren't that bad last week. I'll give us credit for that. Impress the heck out of me. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Sarah, what have you been playing this week? I Mostly Animal Crossing. I I uh, forgot to lead in with my usual how is Animal Crossing. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into that in a second because it's been a fucking time. But I had every intention to play Red Dead 2 this week, right? I said that last week. I started... I because I had it installed, I was all ready. Milo was with me. He loves cowboys. We're on a cowboy kick right now. I was like, "This is going to be great." You know what? It was terrible. Not what? the game, but the I forgot that Rockstar Games handle like boats. <laughs> Controlling Arthur Morgan on a horse or as a person was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Have I you was, tried heavy rain? No. Oh, and no. I know that it would be bad. Yeah, I want. I, I need your take on that. I know because it, would it be controls bad. terribly. Yes, if I mean, Detroit Become Human handles terribly, and that's a modern game. Detroit Become Human is a godsend by comparison when it comes to controls. Yeah, Yikes. but it was really it was hard. So like, I'm just gonna fucking watch somebody play it, and that sucks because I really wanted to, and I know that once you get through the slog of like this is the beginning of the game, shit you have to do, then you can do whatever you want and just ride your horse and pet dogs. That's amazing, but. Actually, like, <laughs> trying to walk, awful, awful. And Rockstar games are so bad at being like, here's where you need to go. It, you'll be in a direction being like, okay, I'm going to go talk to that guy. And it'll be like, don't talk to that guy anymore. Talk to this guy. And you're like, where the fuck is that guy? Where am I going? It's so frustrating for, like, an idiot like me who doesn't know how to do anything right. Or, like. You just need the quest markers desperately. Yeah. And otherwise, yeah, I don't they, know where I'm going. You have them on the little map. So then you get turned around and it takes like 20 minutes to turn around because he's so... Uh, just, <laughs> he's a boat. He's a boat with wheels. <laughs> it's terrible. Wheels? <laughs> a wheel boat. Yeah. <clears throat> That's the wheelhouse. And in Animal Crossing, so there's like a phenomenon people are <laughs> doing where they... So you know how in New Leaf you have four rocks every day that you hit with a shovel and like bells come out. Well, you, you don't know. Yes. But you I have know. never played animal crossing, but there are four in new leaf. There were four rocks that you could hit and bells would come out of them. Yeah. In that seems like something that would happen. Yeah. And in new horizons, there's six rocks and one of them has bells and the rest have just like iron and stone and like other crafting materials. So every day they reset and you can hit them, get more shit. And they're everywhere. They're randomly spawned. If you break and you can break them and they respawn the next day somewhere else. So the thing that people are doing is filling up every space on their island, every open space. 
and then making six open holes wherever they want their rocks to be so that they can be next to each other. Very convenient, very aesthetically pleasing. Mm. I didn't want to do it for the longest time, but my rocks kept respawning in really terrible places. So I have to keep doing it. And I got frustrated. So I was like, fine, I'm going to fill up every slot, every empty space on my fucking island. And I'm just going to do it. I started that journey on Sunday night. Oh, boy. I filled every space with mannequins because a mannequin wearing like a shirt. For some reason, I thought you were going to say mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. I filled every square with mayonnaise. Well, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not. Like, I, <laughs> I know that I'm white. <laughs> I'm not that white. I'm not that white. Um, But mannequins take up more than just like the space that they're in. They take up like a little bit of a surrounding area. So it's easy to place a bunch of them. And still have room to walk. So I did that. So I spent four in real life days waiting for that to work. And it straight up didn't. All my rocks kept spawning because I just wasn't putting the mannequins in the right place. So I scrapped that. Got rid of all of them. Started placing designs on the ground, which also take up the space. But it takes forever to clear the spot, the designs away from the ground. So I did that. And then I time traveled in the game. Two weeks into the future so that all my rocks would have spawned in the correct place. And I finally got it to work after, I think, three straight hours of, like, moving shit around, placing things down, reorganizing, time traveling, doing it all over again until all my rocks were in the same fucking place. And then it was done. And I was like, oh, finally. And then I remembered, I'm going to have to remove every single design block that I placed on the ground one by one, which took me. An hour and a half this morning. Why did I do that to myself? <gasps> it was frustrating. And I was like, that I want to give up. And then I got to a day where one of the rocks spun in the correct place. And I was like, oh, I have to keep going. Once I just get this done, it'll feel so good. It's one of those things, you know, when you fail to fail, you plan to plan. Yes. Plan, that's Plan B's motto. That is. <laughs> <laughs> that makes so much sense, though. <laughs> when you fail to fail, you plan to plan. Plan B. <laughs> anyway, that was it for me. Uh, so Rudy Tootie, Cowboy Shooty. And Animal Crossing. And Animal Crossing. Yeah. Al, what have you played this week? Dauntless. Hell yeah. Yeah. As always. Uh, that was a thing we did. Super dimensional sex shop. Oh, oh yeah. The insurance game. Quite a bit of that. What? Which we're not. Uh, it's I'll not show actually you later. insurance. Oh, I was like. The art style looks like insurance. I'll show you later and you'll understand. <laughs> you will. I thought it was like a brand. That was the first game. thing I thought when, when I opened the game up. It's not one that we're reviewing yet. Mm-hmm. It's on the list. Uh, it's it's there. And I still play it. And it's um, Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, I play Ingress. Yes, there I were so out, many portals. I found out that all of Rockland is unclaimed. Hell yeah. And I was like, ah. <laughs> sure was. I gained an entire level in one walk. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah, it it's was incredible. great. And I also got 11,000 steps. Nice. It was fantastic. That's the most steps anyone's gotten in this whole quarantine. So many <laughs> steps. <laughs> Such step wow. Uh, other than that, I played... <sighs> I tried to, I think I played Stardew Valley. I was really, really wine drunk. Oh. 
really wine drunk. So you may have just stared at a menu for a while. I think we tried to play it, and Amanda couldn't connect, and she got mad. So we went and played Jackbox instead. Nice. Which was also fun, if I remember correctly. (laughs) But you may not. But I might not be right about that. Wine drunk hits different than any other type of drunk. I had the second hangover of my entire life. I remember you messaging me and being like, so I bought you uh, Stardew. Sort of. Sort of. (laughs) And I was like, what the fuck do you mean sort of? (laughs) So here's the story. What what does that mean? (laughs) So the story is, we were going to play Stardew Valley, me, Amanda, and Shane. It was going to be a good time. We have one digital copy between the three of us and one CD copy between the three of us. And so, if you can count on your fingers at home, that's two copies of the game for three people. Yes. So. As long as you're only playing the first half of the game, four people could play. Exactly. So what we decided to do, since we all wanted to play the entire game, (laughs) was that Amanda was letting Shane use the disc copy because she had the digital copy yeah and i asked naomi without consulting either of them if i could buy stardew on digital copy because we both wanted to have it because naomi has it on digital too but she was playing warframe and i didn't want to interrupt her go on so i bought the digital copy of stardew valley and texted amanda i was like hey we're good i just bought it and she texts me back and says so did shane (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like great so now we all have digital copies that we can play with and an extra CD copy. And then I immediately texted you and was like, I got you Stardew Valley. Kind of. Sort of. That makes sort sense. Sort of. Did you remember it? I did actually. Oh, wow. It's in that backpack. It's going to be like a royal game exchange now because you. <laughs> I gave you games too. You gave me so many games to my one game. <laughs> I gave you a whole three and they're 360 games. So Yeah, so they're probably... As it, far as GameStop's concerned, they're worth just as much. As far as GameStop's concerned, I should have paid you. <laughs> you should have paid me to take them. Uh, besides that, I don't think I played anything else. I probably will remember something like in the middle of the podcast and be like, oh yeah, this. Oh yeah, I also did this. But it's, if if I did, it's not apparently that important. So there you go. Great. Wow. What did you play, Proxy? Well, let me tell you what. I I roamed around space a lot. Yes, I know. Over the course of my weekend, uh, I played a lot of Elite Dangerous is what I'm getting at. And so now we get into story time. That does not begin to describe how much Elite Dangerous you've played. It doesn't. Uh, I would look right now, but I feel like I if feel I open I feel actually Steam, threatened by Elite Dangerous as your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair. <laughs> you should be. I should be. <laughs> what? No. Uh, so, so, uh, I've started, I started off just doing data delivery missions because there's no cargo to lose. If someone blows up my ship, what the freaking do. Then I started doing actual cargo delivery. One job of which I was on the phone with Al at the time. I had to make three trips because they needed me to deliver 22 units and I only had the capacity for nine in my ship. I got a better ship. Yeah. Cause that three trip run netted me like. A couple hundred thousand credits. Whoa. It's a lot. Um, I know I don't have the scale for it. But yeah. apparently that's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. 
um, for, well, okay. Honestly, I don't think it is. It was a lot for I you. was watching a dude explain on a video the other day about these different jobs and whatnot. And he's like, yeah, this job here worth 20 million credits. Yeah, no explorer in their right mind is going to go out of their way for something that small. And I was like, excuse? Excuse me? <laughs> excuse me? So I was like, all right, whatever you say, man. Um, so I'm trying to like outfit my ship, which I had the Bradford scarf. Yeah. Now the Bradford scarf got itself a name change. Yeah. Uh, I changed it. I was initially going to change it to not for two. Like the number is four and two because 42. Yeah. But it's not the not, it's not, not 42. It's not for two because there's two seats in it. It's not like for smart two. for two. Yep. Uh, and no then goodness. Al had the brilliant idea of what about the juggernaut for two. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, and of <laughs> course that's not with a K because I'm trayish. Yes. So one of my ships, my adder now has juggernaut for two on the side of it. It looks so emblazoned good. <laughs> and it's so nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> it looks way better than it absolutely should. It does. Uh, the new ship that I bought for transporting things has a cargo capacity currently of 96. It was 98, oh but God. then I swapped one of them out. Right. It's huge. The thing is like a huge. freighter compared to nine compared to my nine. <laughs> yes. Um, it's, it's my huge. next ship will honestly probably have just as much or more cargo capacity because I'm looking for like big ships that can travel long distances and are very efficient at transporting things and scanning stuff. Because every time I go into a new system and I scan the systems, I found out uh, that information gets stored and I can then sell it to the galactic cartographers. Oh, shit. That's and cool. As long as I'm selling it more than like 20 to 25 light years, I think, outside of the system I scanned, it goes for a lot of money. I was like, I had about four or 500,000 credits to my name. And then I was like, what is this universal cart cartographics? What does it mean? Sell page 500,000 credits. <laughs> oh, <shit>. Sell page. <coughs> and it's just because they're trying to map everything. Yeah. Of the entire game, because elite dangerous was done in a one-to-one -one scale of the Milky way galaxy. Um, I think they said of all the people that have been playing it and all the time that they've been playing it, they've only explored like 0.03% or something like that. Oh my God. Of right. the entire what's there. So there's a lot to explore. There's a lot of really weird shit out there. That's crazy. I warped into a system today on my lunch break that had two stars. It was like one giant star, then another star orbiting it. Oh, it looked really neat. That's cool. Um, it's crazy stuff, crazy stuff going on. So I got my new ship and it looks like a flying brick. It's uh, for those that are familiar with Elite Dangerous. I bought a Lacon Type Six because I'm too cheap to afford the the keelback, which is basically the same ship but with flappy bits on the side. Hell yeah! Um, and a little bit more than tissue paper for armor. I heard the jokes that this ship had like tissue paper armor, but it had with a 96 cargo capacity. I ran. I was able to run so many deliveries. <laughs> I started picking up dual deliveries. So I'm like, I'm delivering 33 of this thing to that guy and 22 of this thing to that guy. And they're in the same system. So I'll just take both jobs on at once, fly out there and earn myself 400,000 credit. Yeah, that makes sense. So I'm like, I'm making money like a madman. Pretty soon I'll be able to buy myself like an entire fleet. It'll be great. I was on my way to deliver uh, wow. some cargo worth about 200,000 200, credits for a single job. Uh, and boy, I'm almost at the station that I'm supposed to dock at after three jumps. And 
my ship's basically in autopilot. It's just, it's flying right to the station. And then all of a sudden it's like mission critical message. And it was the dude I'm supposed to be delivering to. And he was like, Hey, someone is, has sent someone against you. Uh, there's extra credits involved if you want to kill them too. Great. And I'm like, I am not outfitted for combat. I'm outfitted for transporting things. Um, so I'm just going to ignore that. But then I got ripped out of warp or ripped out of super cruise. My ship is tumbling around like a bunch of clothes hangers in a dryer in the midst of space. And then I retarget the station, charge my warp jump drive. And I'm like, all right, my frame shift drive. And I'm like, okay, I just need to get out of here. And I, I'm, I can hear the like projectile, the lasers hitting the outside of my ship. You can hear the boss music. Uh, <laughs> there's no boss music. It's you can hear the boss silent. music. And so you just hear like, taking damage, taking damage. And then all of a sudden, all the power in my ship goes out and I hear eject, eject. And then I watched my beautiful, beautiful ship, which I named, by the way, Bulgy Wolgy. I watched my beautiful Bulgy Wolgy explode in space. Oh, not in the way you wanted it to. Right. Not in deep space waifu manner. (laughs) Like, and I had spent all of my credits to upgrade my cargo. So I only had like 40,000 credits, but it was going to cost about 80,000 credits to rebuy that ship as it was. So I had to take out a loan for 40000 but then also because I lost the cargo that I was transporting, I incurred a 15000 credit fine. Oh, my God. And lost standing with the crew that I, the the uh, Diamond Frogs, that's like the, I don't want to, I don't know what to call them. Faction? The, the faction, that's the one, thank you. The faction that was controlling that job. Um, so I'm like, well, shit, now I need to go and fix my reputation with them and also pay this fine. I was like, it won't be that hard. I'll just grab a job from that station where it respawned me. No, they don't want anything to do with me. So I had to jump a couple systems out to find someone who would give me work, get work, go to deliver some data because I don't want to screw myself again. And wouldn't you know it, I arrive at the next station to drop off the data and I request docking. And for the first time since I started playing Elite Dangerous, I hear docking request denied. Oh. And now... I had been under the impression that it was because it was controlled by the faction that I pissed off. I found out later that that was not the case. Uh, Smaller stations, I guess, will restrict docking when all bays are filled. And you have to wait around till someone leaves and then request docking and then they'll have an open spot for you to dock. But that is jarring if you don't know that. I was already like, you know, when you get like a strange call that's like, uh, you owe us money. And you're like, wait, do I, though? And you just kind of like, you feel like bad and scared, but you shouldn't. You're like, I have no reason to. Yeah. This is, I'm sitting there like, it's just a game. I shouldn't be feeling this way. But I'm like, I'm really fucking panicked. I cannot log off until I have repaid my debt. So. I felt so bad when you told me this story. <laughs> because. It was so upsetting. In that same day, I told Al I was going to send him some pictures from my ship because I was doing my first mission that required me to land on planet. And it was beautiful. There's a base set up on this planet. And so I had to enter the atmosphere of the planet and my whole instrument readout changed because now I got to worry about ground level and all that jazz. And I'm like gliding in and I land in the dock and whatnot. It was just, oh, it was so good. But then all this went down. Pictures were not sent that day. (laughs) Um, I sent them the next morning. I was very concerned, I guess. What a time. And now I'm already looking at buying bigger, better ships because I just flew myself 55 light years over the course of my lunch break because I needed to get to a station that would have better options for outfitting my ship for shielding and combat. 
This is not a combat ship. Yeah. Someone's recommendation was like, I have enough space. I could knock out some of my cargo and put, what do they call it? It's like an attack ship bay oh my God. in it. So I can have a tiny little attack ship that's like a one person thing yeah. that if I'm being attacked, I can go, all right, launch that thing. I can get in that and fly that, which is much more maneuverable and destroy my enemies. That's cool. Um, but like fighter. <sighs> yeah, basically. But I'm like, it's, it's eh, I don't want this combat lifestyle. I hate the. You just want to be a pizza delivery. I man. just want to be like the Universal Postal Service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. I have. <sighs> while you were talking, a very yes. weird thing happened. Uh oh. I checked an email I don't normally check because normally the only emails I get are spam. Was your Google hacked by a PS4 in California again? No, thankfully. Usually I only get on that email. Google's from Hillary Clinton. Google's? Google's. (laughs) Hillary Clinton has sent you five Googles. She probably would think that. Emails. Emails from Hillary Clinton. Or uh, fan fiction websites. Sometimes they cross over and then it gets really weird. A while ago. Hillary Clinton fan fiction website emails. Yeah. Apparently, uh, a while ago, like a month ago maybe. Okay. Apparently you got an email from Mojang saying that they had been breached and here's a password reset link. Oh shit. And if 48 hours <sighs> goes by before you click this link, just click this one and sign and like have us request your password with this email we're sending this to. So I do just now, five minutes ago. And I have Minecraft again. What? After all these years. Finally, the show can end and we can all die happy. <laughs> After all these years. this I would love somebody to put a super cut of every single time that I've ragged on Mojang. <clears throat> because oh they God. won't let me into my account. Apparently, when they merged, when they merged with Microsoft and they made you turn your Minecraft account to a Mojang account, which is also now a Microsoft account. Apparently... I had done that at some point. Microjang. Even though I know that after that happened, I was using my old email to log in. So I don't understand how this happened, but I'm literally looking at it and it says Minecraft Java edition since 11 December, 2010. Yeah. I have Minecraft again. I never bought fuck? Minecraft. 10 And I still have it. Later. <laughs> you had more Minecraft than I did. Al has some <laughs> Minecraft books if you're looking to get back into it. Oh my God. <laughs> Those are a gift for my nephew. Yeah, but there's like who is less three, than two. Like three of those books have two or three copies each. It's fine. Oh my god. So he can read them more than once. <clears throat> wow. Yes. Wow. You're welcome. Uh-huh. Um. Anyway, so that's my that's the conclusion wow. to the long what a ongoing time. Mojang situation. Wow. That is incredible. What a time though. I'm sorry for all the shit that I've talked, but also. No, I'm not. <laughs> also, no. It I stand taken by everything I said. A full decade. Yeah. Anyway, uh, outside of Elite Dangerous, I played some Dauntless. Uh, I've been playing a mobile game. I actually, I installed and game. played two mobile games. One of them I'm still playing. Oh. Uh, sorry, th- two of them I'm still playing and one of them, because one of them is Ingress. Yeah. And I've been going around claiming unclaimed portals and destroying the resistance. Yeah, you did that the forever. Uh, so yeah, so that's a thing now, uh, that I'm just doing because <clears throat> what else am I going to do in a heck in quarantine? I need an excuse to leave up. the house and do something. Obviously not quarantine yourself. War driving is the thing now. Yes. That's what all the cool kids are doing. So. And why are you doing it? 
That's a really good question because I want to fit in, Al. Jeez. Peer pressure. For once in my life, I want to be the cool kid. Aww. <laughs> anyway, That's so the cute. other two that I, <laughs> the other two games that I played, I uh, I installed um, Booty Calls Men at Work Edition Great. from Nataku. I also downloaded that. I haven't played it yet. Though. Oh my lord! Because I was like, I'm after playing Seven Angels. Which, if you want our full review on that, you'll have to listen to Six to Midnight, episode one, A Salty Surprise. Yes. Uh, it's very good, but the game is not. The game. <laughs> the, do not play the game. Just the listen to our review. The podcast is good. Yeah. You'll know that the game isn't good if you listen to it. <clears throat> um, but, <laughs> you know, it had that whole, like, surprise. oh, every girl you run into is a bimbo and she just wants your D. And I was like, how are they going to do that with an all-male cast, though? This going to be like, oh, every, every guy you run into, what is this, a furry convention? Everyone's a bottom? It's yes. like a Tupperware. All these bottoms are not a single top anywhere. And <laughs> so, just like, all of <laughs> no, it's been really good. And I started the game, and it's basically like, oh, hey, so this is your your best friend. I forgot her name already, but yeah, she got you a remember. job. I just started playing it, and I don't remember her name. She got you a job yep. uh, working for her hot dad at his mansion. And I'm like, oh, so I'm playing as the dumb bimbo. No, no. I am a dude. Great. Dating dudes. And the art style even looks like they tried to be dad dating simulator. <laughs> Dream daddy. But like. Not. Not quite. Not copyright infringement. Right. Level. Um, but the characters are really good thus far. The gameplay is your typical match colors. Why is every like. All of them. Horny game. Bejeweled. <laughs> I don't know. It's bejeweled with titties or dicks. Why? Don't you get aroused by bejeweled? I mean, I love Are bejeweled. Are you the outlier here? Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love bejeweled. But what? <laughs> but what? <laughs> you see, if you look at my red string corkboard, you'll find that right around the time that PopCap games started to decline after Peggle, Nataku comes into existence. Yeah. Are they coincide coincided? Who knows? Co yeah. They changed the meaning of the peg and Peggle. <laughs> they sure did. Oh. Oh, <laughs> Pegger, Pegger, <laughs> Simon Peggle. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> uh, that's been going great. I got some real great dad dick pics. That sure are did. <laughs> a thing in my phone. Um, <laughs> and mine. Thank the, you. Yeah, you're welcome. So like the thing, <laughs> the thing that pissed me off with it is like by the time. So I'm, there's like three guys you can date off the bat. I dated all of them. Went on my first sex date with Hot Coffee Boy. And then he's like, we get through our first sex date. Everything went really good. And then he's like, I sent you a picture. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, oh. open my picture. Can't open it. Why can't I open it? Go into my photos. It's blurred. Why the fuck is it blurred? Your phone ran out of memory. Well, let me delete some of the old pictures. You can't do that. You can buy more capacity. For Damn pictures. it. What the fuck? <laughs> and I was like, that logically makes no sense. But it was like, you could use the in-game currency that you've been getting oh, a butt, okay. butt ton of. <sighs> so it's, it's like $500, angels, though. $500 in game to unlock one slot or nine diamonds, which is, you know, what you'd spend real actual human money on <sighs> to unlock five slots. Do you know what? You don't have a problem with this. You don't have a problem with this in super dimensional sex shop. Oh Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Plenty of in-game currency. You know, there can't possibly be, I haven't done any numbers on this, but there can't possibly be enough people that buy this shit to warrant its existence in every game. There can't be. 
If I love, a I don't know. Game, if I love a mobile game, it's the rule I will of large buy, numbers. I will buy the ad-free version, but like, mm-hmm. it's just money yeah. suck. Like, Elite Dangerous has in-game currency. I got five dollars free from Verizon for my monthly bullshit of like, you've been subscribed to us for another month. Have five dollars on a Visa card, and I was like, cool, thanks. Uh, and then I like it redeemed for a weird site. Like, you know, those like vanilla prepaid visa cards. Yeah, they're weird. Uh, this one was more like a Neapolitan <laughs> visa card. And I hate you. Um, it's like it doesn't know what kind of cone it's in. I don't know how to send it anywhere. I'm like, can I send it to my PayPal? It's only five dollars. Like what? Five what can I do is, with this? So it gives me money. the card number and whatnot. So I was like, you know what? Add it to my Steam balance. Yeah. Add it to my Steam balance. Use it to buy arcs for Elite, Elite Dangerous. Dangerous. <laughs> For $3.99, I got myself so many new paint jobs you don't even know. Hell yeah. I think I got about 5,000 uh, arcs. And to put that into some perspective, a low-end paint job is about 300. Uh, the fancy paint jobs are like 2,000. Oh. So I, I actually got a decent amount out of it. Yeah. Uh, I may end up spending real money on it this week because for, I think it's about 8,000 arcs, which would cost me maybe $5. Yeah. Um, I could get a different voice for my Kovas, my onboard AI, and they have some really good ones. But the difference is Elite Dangerous is a real game. It is a real game that I actually paid full price for twice. It's not a Harry Potter Hogwarts <clears throat> mystery. Oh my God. You know? Um, the other mobile game, thank you for bringing up shitty mobile games that I played, uh, over the course of the week, the one that I'm no longer playing, uh, I still feel like I owe it at least another 20 minutes just just so I could say I gave it the good old college try. Yeah. Um, what is it? <sighs> Raid Shadow Legends. Oh, no. I bet you've never heard of this game. I've never heard a YouTuber spon- be sponsored by that video video game ever. Uh, uh, brain this every, is honestly the first time I'm hearing about it. Is it really? This is 100% Every not YouTuber ever that you'll like see these days, if they do anything video game related or mm-hmm. if they do anything craft and creative related, their video is probably going to be somewhere in there if it's not sponsored by Skillshare because they're not a learning channel, it's going to be like, you guys should check out this mobile game, Raid Shadow Legends. It's incredible. And they're like contractually obligated to talk about it for five minutes. Yeah. It's, or some wow. crazy it's shit. It's crazy. Probably because I don't watch it's like YouTube. It's about three minutes, I think. It's Gus Johnson did a video on like yeah. the contract that they send to YouTubers to make money. But they wow. don't seem to have games like that. I've never seen them have a demographic. It's anybody goes. Yeah, it's like those people who do the slot machine videos and like DIY crafters. So they'll just be like, and now you take your puffy paint. But first we have to talk about Raid Shadow Legends or whatever the fuck it's called. And it's like, mm-hmm. what is happening? I'm, I'm <laughs> waiting for the day that like Skyrim grandma just <laughs> like. So anyway, here she we would were never out in she the middle of Skyrim. How dare you? She wouldn't. But she that would be the most jarring thing I would you. ever see. Speaking of her, this is kind of news, but like not really. Did you hear that she said she's going to take a break from the internet for a while because she's her because of her health? Oh no. She's Aww. okay, but like, you know, everybody needs a break and she yeah. just, that's her life. And this fucking guy from oh. VG Gamer or something was like she is taking a break because of trolls on the internet and she like snapped to him on Twitter and was like, "I never said that. I said I'm taking a break from my health. Don't put words in my mouth. You take this down right now." And I was like, "Oh shit." I'm scared. angry the grandma. That that's how she approaches everything on the internet. She's like, "Sometimes you just got to talk to these kids like they're your own grandkids and you got to discipline them a little bit." <laughs> that works. Like I love her. 
She is my so idol. Wholesome. Yeah. She is my idol. Like watching that little mini documentary, tears. Oh my God, Crying. tears. <laughs> I'm honestly a Post little surprised. I have been watching so many YouTube videos about like stock markets and cryptocurrency. I'm really surprised dangerous. I haven't been like, but before we talk about the Dow Jones, let me tell you about Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> <sighs> you can have this installed for free right next to your stock apps. Yeah. It would probably be Adventure Capitalist. Ugh. That would be actually <laughs> funny, though. It'd be amazing. Naomi got obsessed with that game for a oh while. God. I tell you what. There's a whole trading <laughs> aspect in Elite Dangerous that I have yet to tap into. Adventure Capitalist. Um, But that's a whole other story. So, yeah, we're not anyway, so Raid Shadow Dangerous. Legends. <laughs> Meh. It's, it looks pretty. I'll what give it that. It? There's a lot of... um. Well, there's there's characters, Al. There's heroes. You'll see a lot of them in the. They this have is like the Edward Naughty of mobile games. Like you don't remember any of the characters. There might have been a plot. I think- no. This is sort of like the. Um, you know when you started playing Overwatch and you look at paladins and you go really cheesy knockoff of Overwatch. Mm. It's it's like that. Mm-hmm. Um. But then you realize you like paladins a lot more. Yeah, but then you realize <laughs> paladins is a better game. Uh that's neither here nor there. But the point being, Hot takes. it's basically a, okay, here it is. Here's the game. It looks really pretty, but it, can, it looks really pretty because you have almost no control. You go into it and there's like sort of a storyline that's somewhat voiced. There's mm-hmm. this big epic cutscene. You got to fight a dragon. But it's one of these like your four characters on your team do their whole like, we're running up to the, some monsters. All right, let's attack them. And you go, okay, turn-based combat for me. Yeah. And then you defeat them and then they go, all right, cool. Let's run 20 more feet before we stop and fight some more things. That seems legit. And and then they added a bunch of management mechanics to various shit on them, like the, the home screen. It's, it's a fucking mess is what it is. But they're like, you know, you want to. It's basically uh, what Project QT was, but without the color matching. If you remember that, where it's like, here's that battles. color matching. Yeah, it sure was. I only remember you matched the titties. Different, <laughs> you matched four different colors <laughs> to line up with the four different elements of the characters on your team. Oh, yeah, that's right. And power yeah, them I up only remember the titties. Enemies, I figured. You're a man who sees the titties. <laughs> You're a man of class. I'm a man of titties. A gentleman of taste. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's, it's basically that. And I'm like, they have ads that run in movie theaters, on television. Mm-hmm. Where like, are they making the money from this? They've got to be making money. Where? Because who's paying for this? Sponsored when they sponsor people at me. It's like <laughs> anywhere from a few hundred dollars to a few thousand dollars, depending on how many viewers they have. It's not like chump change. It's just, like a lot of money. I want to know if you listen to this podcast and you pay money to what is it? Raid Shadow Legends. Yes. At me. <laughs> I want to know. They were like, what are three words that edgy teens really love? Hey, well, guys, what's up? <laughs> it's your boy. <laughs> it's your boy. Well, I don't think the we mobile can, game. I don't think <laughs> we can call the game. It's your boy. We're going to have to go with uh, I found Raid, Shadow and Legends. It's not a name that makes any sense. It doesn't sound comfortable to say. I always think that I'm saying it wrong. If it I, feels wrong in it my feels mouth. Wrong. Well, that's why it took me a minute to think of what the fuck it was called. Yeah. Hold on, I got But also, I need to give you some scale on this that... Oh, yeah, there it is. <sighs> <laughs> yep. Uh, I know that that seems like a lot of money when they're paying YouTubers like a couple hundred to a couple thousand dollars to run ads. But in the world of the media, 
in order for someone to purchase, say, 30 seconds to a minute of airtime for an advertisement costs a lot more than that. Oh, millions. Um, And then you talk about like, you know, but there are, no one on YouTube really has the the like viewership except maybe Markiplier and PewDiePie of the Super Bowl. But right, but like still, even, but it just depends. Like if even if thirty second spot, several thousand dollars, three minutes to praise our game, a few hundred. To if a few you thousand. potentially haven't even played it, yeah, a few hundred to a few thousand dollars, yeah, which is a lot of money for an and ad. That ad will not run no. randomly. You haven't bought a chunk of airtime. You've bought permanent recurring advertisement mid-video yeah. on some popular YouTuber's channel. That's why... Shrug. At is gross. Prince Bubbles 74 <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> Tweet me. I want to make... I have to know. I want to make a shitty knockoff version. It's called, like, Shade Fado Legends. It's just a bunch of like overweight dudes. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're Cheetos, all in this room. And they're throwing shade. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, hey, if you guys heard about this new mobile game and it does damage to the enemy. <laughs> I I think maybe we should move on. Yeah, probably. <laughs> we, see, I told you we weren't going to. We talk shit about Rage Shadow Legends. But if they wanted to sponsor us, <laughs> I will. Nope. Give you up do my what morals. you want. <laughs> Me personally, I will give up my morals. You heard it. I you won't. Heard it, you heard it here first. You hear. You heard it first. The whole ad would be three minutes of Sarah being like, have you guys tried Raid Shadow Legends? And Morgan in the background muffling me under a pillow screaming yes, that it it's would. the shittiest mobile game. It would. <laughs> I can't believe we sold out. And it'll be really funny, though, because it'd be very not, on brand. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's the shittiest mobile game. Oh, it's, God, no. It no. can't be. Harry Potter, I, Hogwarts, Harry Potter Hogwarts Mystery. Hogwarts mystery. I was gonna say I can I can find you a <laughs> shitty mobile game if you want. There are a lot of them. Yes. yes. Have you guys played Flappy Bird? I what a time. Yeah. I've heard of that. I game. still have. <laughs> it's a legend. My old S4 that I still have because it's locked to Sprint, so like I can't sell it or anything. Still has Flappy Bird on it, as far as I know. I unless oh, it got wiped. My word. If it Flappy wasn't Bird. Sprint locked and broken, it would be worth a lot of money. Mm. For sure. I don't uh, even want to talk about Flappy Bird. Moving on from that. Please do. So let me tell you about some, I don't think I really played any other games this week, but also I'm going to tell you about free games that are coming, or games that are coming at you, not free yet. Uh, games you'll have to pay money for, real money, Boo. not in-game currencies, not microtransactions. You'll pay <laughs> for these games once and hopefully you don't have to pay any more for them. Yeah. Um, so coming out Tuesday, January 9th. You did I did again. it again. What is up with you? I think June, I just, honey. my brain looks at the J and the N and then there's one letter in between. It goes January. Obviously. I'll start That's putting, actually a thing for human brains. I'll start yeah. put putting, like the right letter and the right letter. You're going to have to end. put an E at the end. I'm going to. Okay. I'll start doing that. <laughs> I'm going to actually just go ahead and add it into the notes for the second two. So I don't say January again. <laughs> it's a running theme. I just need to get. Uh, I remember you telling me about that and I laughed. I need to get Sam Jackson in here like, say January again. <laughs> uh, so Tuesday, June 9th, Deck of Ashes for PC. I'm amazed I didn't just say Dick of Asses. <laughs> Deck well, of you Ashes just did, so PC. there it is. Uh, Destiny 2 Oof. Season 11 for PS4, Xbox yeah. One, and PC. Damn. 
Elder Scrolls Online Greymoor expansion for PS4 and Xbox One, Project Warlock for PS4, The Dark Eye Book of Heroes for PC, and E's Memory of Celesti... Cel- Celsetta? Celketta? Calcutta? Calcutta? I don't Calcutta? know. Celery? <laughs> Memories of somebody with a C name for PS4. Celsetta. Um, Thursday, June 11th, you can pick up Astronauts for PC, Beyond Blue for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, Daba D Daba Die, uh, and Samurai Showdown. Sh- is there supposed to be a W in there? No. Oh, okay. So it's just, it's it, Samurai Showdown. Showdown. Uh, for PC. Friday, June 12th, you can pick up Warborn for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, and Mac, and Project Warlock for Xbox One. The Epic Free Game which I feel like they did just to throw off the people who were expecting Ark Survival. I swear to God, they did it on purpose. Um, you, from Thursday, June 4th to Thursday, June 11th, you can pick up Overcooked. Which Great is game. Amazing. I love that It's game. free. It's so much um, more fun to watch than anything else. But I don't like Epic Jesus. that much. No. I don't like it enough. I'd you, rather pay Overcooked. You play Dotless. Isn't that on Epic? It's I have published it on the PlayStation. Oh, right. Thank you. <laughs> It's still published by Epic. It's published by Epic. That's not the fault of Phoenix Labs. To be fair to the people who are publishing their games on Epic, although Epic may be a shite company, they're not as bad as EA that I'm aware of. They take less money than Steam. Uh, But yeah, that's the other thing. Like 30% by them going through uh, Epic, people who are selling their games, even if it's the same price as what it is on Steam, they make, more money. they make more money off of it because Epic yeah. takes a smaller percentage from the creator on every sale. Yeah. Huh. So. Well, it's because they're always giving their games away for free. So they're not making many sales. Um. So, yeah, Overcooked. I'm going to go ahead. My boss man, Kev, predicts that next week's free game will be Ark just because they wanted to throw us off by a week. I think that'd be funny. I think that'd be hilarious. Um, and not that far-fetched. Now, the games with Prime... For the month of June, because I didn't bring it up last week, and I don't even know if they were here last week, because Twitch has stopped informing me. Uh, you can pick up Steel Rats, The Flame in the Flood, Dream Daddy, oh. Forsaken Remastered, Project Warlock, and Observer. Isn't Project Warlock that one that's just coming out now? For PS4 and Xbox One. Okay. It's on PC already, I guess. Gotcha. I... Is a first-person shooter that fans of Doom, Hexen, and Wolfenstein cannot miss. It serves you an exploding cocktail of bullets, <laughs> spells, and monsters. Battle through 60 levels. It has levels! I already love it. And it looks like a Woobus is here. Uh, of non-stop action packed with bloodthirsty enemies and challenging bosses. That's what the description says. Wow. Well, I didn't think you were just making that up off the top of your head. <laughs> I do often. Though have I would ad not copy. put that past you. I do often just have ad copy in my head, just yeah. in case. I also um, highly recommend Dream Daddy. Yeah. Yeah. Also because highly recommend Dream Daddy. We're gonna be playing that excellent game over the weekend. I literally own it and, I've and never reviewing it. it. Oh, girl, we're playing it this weekend. You should come over. I live here. <laughs> <laughs> you should come over here. <laughs> Anyhow, we're gonna take a brief break throw some advertisements of our own at you. Have you heard about Raid Shadow Legends? Oh my god. <laughs> and we'll be right back with some game news. No. This Week in Gaming is brought to you in part by the support of our patrons, AJ Baki, Eileen Hubbard, For Love of Nerd, Mark Anthony, and Robert Brady. 
Your contributions allow us to license Adobe Audition and continue doing what we love, working on making our streams and podcasts even better. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Exiled by his pride for unacceptable desires, Ritnar lives alone. Until one day, he finds a strange and fascinating furless creature washed up on the shore. He nurses him to health and determines to gain his trust and, perhaps, his heart. But a terrible misunderstanding drives the human, Tristan, away and right into the dangerous, lustful claws of Ritnar's former pride leader. Hey guys, it's Proxy. I know what you're thinking. How could I possibly listen to more of these smooth, buttery tones? Well, good news for you. I also do audiobooks. The first audiobook I produced is Lustful Claws, Tiger and Tales, Book 1, by Sindal Rivers. You can find it on Amazon or Audible. For only a few dollars, you could listen to these smooth, buttery tones tell you all about the story of Ritnar, a tigerin, and Tristan, his forbidden love. Just search Lustful Claws or Sindal Rivers on Audible today. Creating ourselves starts with chickening out. Welcome back to Twig. I'm going to throw it on over to nobody because Morgan's not here with us. I'll throw it back to myself for posterity and then to Sarah for news because that's how we do things here in the House of Mouse. So (laughs) this is This Week in Gaming. I feel like I'm on acid. Episode 164. Uh, we are recording this Friday, June the 5th. It will hit your earballs Saturday, June the 6th. Hell See, yeah. I said June twice that time. You did. It's I'm not January proud. at all. I'm very proud of me. Uh, and but are you Sarah, sure? bring us into bring us into some news this June, not January. <laughs> you sure? Definitely June. Your brain is part of it is that I was abbreviating a four letter month. <laughs> part of it is that we'd all love. Why, to start by the over. way? <laughs> I don't know. Aesthetics. How do you abbreviate May? It's just May. <laughs> just M. The, the limit is three letters, so May is fine. That's M A E E Y. Oh my God, May, darling, have you gone to church today? Oh, Christ. Uh, okay, so yes, he's there too. <laughs> Rockstar <laughs> shut down online servers for GTA Five, Red Dead Online, and NBA Two K, and a few other games that were like less important than those, for two hours on Thursday. Uh, to pay respects to George Floyd, who I, if you don't understand what's going on, was you're he white. a big player of Grand Theft Auto? I don't know. He's a black man who was murdered by a police mm. officer. So yes. that sucks. But his funeral sure. was on Thursday, so they shut all oh, the that's, down for the time okay. of the funeral. I was, I was wondering why. Because, like, I, res- I respect them respecting him. Yeah. I just didn't know how the that ti- was respecting Yeah, the timing, the timing was, was confusing until yeah. it was like that was the time of his funeral. Okay, that makes um, sense. But at the end of their statement that they, like, made about it, they linked to Charity Navigator, which is a nonprofit organization that has a list of civil rights-related Charities. So that's cool. That's a good, like, convenient place to be like, okay, where do I start being able to donate my money or my time? Not to be like that guy, but did they also donate to these charities? I hope so. I I don't know. I hope so, too. I hope so. I know that Lego donated $4 million to I know that something. I think Disney also donated. I was reading about that the other day. I think, I think you were you. the one that was telling me about uh, that. Disney donated, I think, like $5 million. It was a lot. 
it was like chump change for Disney, but like an incredible amount of, mo- of money yeah. for anyone else. It's like when Jeff right. Bezos gives like a million dollars or something. It's like, yeah, I'm glad you did that. But that's literally like me dropping 10 bucks on the floor. Mm-hmm. Actually, less than 10 bucks because I have no money. Mm. Same. <laughs> so speaking of, did you happen to see, uh, just because you brought up Jeff Bezos, um, I know a lot of people shit all over Elon Musk as well. The devil you say. But him... Elon Musk, like, basically just tearing Jeff Bezos, a new asshole, for Amazon being a monopoly. I did see that. Someone tried to publish a book, and Elon Musk was like, they told him no, like, we're not going to publish your book. Or It it came across that way. Yeah. Wasn't the actual case. I'm not here to report on political news. I'm just saying it was great to see Elon, like, lose his shit on Jeff Bezos. (laughs) Yeah. It's like uh, that hardtimes.net article where it's like the worst person you know just made a really good point. Mm. (laughs) It's like, uh Elon Musk is doing some things that are good, but also he's a fucking insane person. It's part of why I love him, to be completely honest with you. But the spaceship thing, something happened. I don't know. Everything in my newsfeed has been black oh, yeah. people being murdered. Yeah. So it's really hard to be excited about a spaceship. Oh, they That's launched the Falcon though. 9 rocket with the Crew Dragon. They put two more people on the International Space Station with, a, yeah. with a shuttle, essentially, that can be reused. The oh. Falcon 9 rocket, because back in the day of the space shuttle... My understanding is they had like the two thrusters in the big fuel tank with a shuttle on it and they'd launch and like partway up those first thrusters would drop off and then the big one was in charge of like getting the shuttle out into orbit and shit. Mm-hmm. Then the shuttle would find its way to the fucking wherever it was going yeah. and then eventually like land. The shuttle itself would land fine like at an airport or something. Yeah. But like those huge tanks for fuel, the rockets that they propelled the thing on were done. Yeah. Whatever money you spent on those, it's gone. Um, whereas <laughs> the Falcon nine and the Falcon heavy are intended for being reused. Oh. So all of a sudden, instead of having to spend $9 million on a single rocket for a single use, you spend $9 million on a single rocket for 15 uses. And now every launch becomes less expensive. The Falcon nine mm-hmm. managed to land itself upright in the middle of the ocean on like a freaking boat or some shit. Cool. Whatever it is that they land them right. on. Um, yeah. And then, you know, the crew dragon ship just comes back falls to earth on yeah. a parachute and you pick them up, you put them back together, you do it again. It's crazy that we don't do more stuff in space. I mean, the yeah. ISS is like probably because do- the earth is flat. They're doing, <laughs> 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 like they're doing stuff every day and every day stuff I, happens, but oh. like, it, why aren't we on the moon again? We're working on it. Why aren't we? It's been 50 years. The reason we're not is because uh, we're going to get off on a little tangent, but it's just because I have such a hard on for the moon Um, (laughs) because I listened to an entire book. Because it's in space. There's a book, right, um, called The Man Who Knew the Way to the Moon, and it's a story of the guy who got us to the moon, essentially, his his plan to get us to the moon. Because back in the 60s when we were trying to get there in the first place, the great space race, people were trying to figure out how to do it. And the idea was you would have to launch from Earth, get out of Earth gravity well, make it to the moon, land on the moon, and then still have enough fuel left over to take off from the moon again yeah, and make it back to Earth. And there was no way with, like, you have to be concerned so much with, like, okay, my fuel tank weighs X. And then as it's burning up fuel, that number X is getting smaller and it's able to propel more. So where is the balance before too much fuel and not enough propulsion happens? Yeah. And the size of the rocket they would need to do this was astronomical. They were basically like, we need to strap one rocket to another rocket Mm -hmm. and have two rockets launch and make it to the moon and then hope that they could in the 60s land another rocket upright on a surface. They don't know if it's flat or not. Yeah. They've never like had not seen the surface of the moon close enough to be able to be like, oh, yeah, we can definitely pinpoint land it here. Someone had 
suggested, which is the idea we should have gone with, and things would be much different now, and we'd probably be already back on the moon if they had, of why don't we just launch a, bu- launch a bunch of parts into space and then assemble them in orbit around Earth so we have this giant launch pad in space where we can start constructing ships and launch from there where we're not contending with a gravity well. Hmm. Great idea. Would have worked. They're like, we don't have enough time for this. We have to get to the moon before the fucking Russians do. So which is funny the idea that they went with was uh, lunar orbit rendezvous, which is a process of launching a rocket from Earth, sending it to the moon, and then this the ship essentially is orbiting the moon mm-hmm. by the moon's own gravitational pull. And the small ship, the little shuttle thing that brought Neil Armstrong and his buddies, the lander, Mm -hmm. uh, drops off, lands on the moon. It has just enough fuel in it to launch it back into orbit. Mm -hmm. Now, there's an orbital trajectory going around the moon that this ship is on. And it's only supposed to make one pass around and slingshot its way back to Earth after it picks up our our astronaut friends. Yeah. And so they, you know, Buzz Aldrin... And Neil Armstrong, they get down there, they hop around, they set some mirrors up so we can do some fancy science stuff, which I didn't find out about until recently. You know, they plant the American flag, do the whole footprint thing. They get back on this little tiny rickety thing that if you've seen the pictures of the lunar landing and you're like, this thing looks like it's made out of aluminum foil. It basically is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's insane how little technology really went into it. Yep. And but how incredible it was it performed. Yeah. So then this thing has to take off from the moon working against the moon's gravity well, launches itself back into orbit, and it has to meet up with and time it exactly perfect to basically, there's like the tip of the rocket that's going in orbit around the moon has to collide at a certain point with that ship in order to hook it back together and get them back to Earth. If that misses, if the timing is off, they're stuck there. Yeah. There's a whole contingency, uh, the Sapphire document, for those that are interested, that is the contingency speech that would have had to have been given had they not been able to get them back from the moon. I remember hearing about this, like, not even that long ago, because it was some video of, I think, Buzz Aldrin saying, like, we don't really know how we managed to do it uh, correctly. Actually, and, you know and what? And end up back on Earth. We just, don't know. We don't just understand. Just because I want to be that guy today, if you stick around to the end of the episode after the credits, I will read it to you. I'll find it really quick, and I'll read it to it's you. Like it's, like, unsettling, though. It's, it's short, but it's very thought. unsettling. That's kind of chill. Um, it's like so that's why, though, that's why we haven't been back to the moon, because even though the Falcon 9 and the Falcon Heavy are incredible pieces of technology capable of getting off planet, the struggle is once you land on the moon again, if you're not ready to establish a base and start being able to do things to make more fuel to get back, then now you're... No one wants to attempt lunar orbit rendezvous again, considering right. it was a risk the first time. Right. It's and we just, never perfected it. It's like you could probably make a phone call from the moon. You know, it's pretty 2020. soon to be fair. It, what? Starlink. <laughs> Elon Musk runs so many weird companies. Uh, Starlink being one of them that's trying to set up a network of satellites to provide Internet, interplanetary Internet eventually. Um, so, like, you know, we could have chats on Discord with our friends who are helping terraform Mars. We'll be dead long. Insanity. Yeah. Complete insanity. But I just, like, I, I like, can understand of like the thinking and that it needs to, something needs to go in this direction. Yeah. Logically, I understand why we haven't been back to the moon, but like, why the fuck haven't we been back to the moon? I mean, we're you trying know? again, it but just, this it's time insane. it's one of those things what? that like, now we can take more. T- I was watching an interview with um, some of the folks at NASA and some of the folks at SpaceX about how like now that, cause one of the few things that Trump has done uh, that was reasonable in the duration of his dictatorship was saying that we're going to go back to the moon and try to colonize. 
And but now there's no race. I don't think he knows what the moon is, but for sure, go off. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> they tell him it's made of cheese. Uh, yeah. So like, but anyway, so he, he uh, he's like, we're going back to uh, to the moon. But now that we're not trying to be the first, there's we can just le- focus on doing it right. Yeah, there's less pressure for some reason. Yeah. Right. So because now we don't have to be the first the first people from Earth to land on the moon. Yeah. Right. We don't have to worry about that. We just have to worry about making it sustainable. And I feel like the International Space Station is part of that. But it was it's, it's, just it's a lot of it's a lot of crazy. It's really interesting, though. And that's I'm super excited to see where it goes. And that's what you missed this week in space. On Glee. Glee. (laughs) I learned a lot. Do you know what day we landed on the moon? Uh, Was it your birthday? Yeah. Yeah. 1969. 1969. Richard Nixon was president. The Church of Satan was founded. Wow. My mom was conceived. I'm pretty sure anyway. (laughs) It might have been 66. But uh, just shrug. Years later. Uh, anyway, moving on from that. Go on. <laughs> Bring <laughs> us back into the news, Sarah. The actual news. News? Uh, PlayStation Days of Play, um, which is like, it's their version of a summer sale. It just kind of like happens sometimes. <sighs> Sorry. Um, there are big Sony deals. The The Days of Play runs from June 3rd until June 17th. So you have till June 17th, which is a day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Which is a Wednesday. A Wednesday? Two Wednesdays from now. Uh, deals available on the PlayStation Store, Amazon, Best Buy, Walmart, GameStop, and Target. Don't really know how it works. Maybe it's just like, we put new stickers on stuff with prices. Um, <laughs> games, headsets, PS Plus, and PS Now are all going to be having deals and sales and stuff. I'm not certain about controllers. I meant to look that up today, and I forgot tempting to buy a new controller because mm. mine is kind of fucked i have had to buy three controllers for my wife oh to my, my one why because they just keep creeping like when you have the controller and the stick it just makes you go to the left or whatever oh, i hate that every yeah. single one wow uh, there shit. is a fix for it like well, you have it. to find it find the fix for it i mean and then have to like go in and open the controller and do it yourself better it's crazy than, better than throwing them away though yeah help, help me tech daddy <laughs> <laughs> i can't do this myself <sighs> also okay i was wondering why that didn't happen go yeah, on yeah also sony postponed the ps5 reveal event that was going to happen thursday um in solidarity with the black community and all the protests and everything that are going on um which I think was the right move. I think that was they a good said, thing to do. They said this is not a time for celebration, and I think they're correct. Like, I would, there's I would a, agree. There's a point kind of like when we were all starting to go crazy after the first month of quarantine where it's like there's a point where life has to go on. I have to go to the grocery store. I have to do my job. Occasionally, I'll see a friend from a distance, you know, but it's not over. This isn't a time for having fun and just like pretending everything's normal. Mm. That's that on that. So they, I don't know when it's postponed until so shrug, but it's only June and that's kind of coming out until the holiday season. So yeah, they got plenty they of time. time, plenty of time. Um, 
this one is small. A Sonic the Hedgehog movie sequel has been confirmed by Paramount Pictures and Sega. There's really no other details. Yes. But apparently the fucking movie made like $300 million. Because I'm not honestly even surprised. I'm not surprised. It, it was so good. It, it was good. It would have made more if a month after it came out, the entire world didn't shut down. It was a fun yeah. movie. I can't believe it. I saw three, it. Like what? Three, three times. times. Three times in theaters. It's which so is good. Three times but more I also than work I at a movie theater. Theaters. Yeah. Or three times more than I got to see it. Yeah. It's. It, I forget how I phrased it last time, but I, I wanted to see it in theaters more, and I didn't. You said it was to. two more times than you. No, I don't know. I don't remember what it was. You said you wanted to see it as many times as I did. And you right. Didn't. That was basically the gist of it. <laughs> that was the gist of it. It was clever. I, I was there. It was clever. It was Thank good. you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> Enjoy the movie. You too. You can oh, get God. your refund on your way out. <laughs> um, moving on. Uh, there are some games leaving Xbox Game Pass in June. I don't have dates for any of these. Um, so they're leaving at some point in the month. Super Hot, Resident Evil Revelations, River Bond, Riptide OP, Scream Ride, Everspace, and Supermarket Shriek. I read that as Supermarket Shrek. <laughs> Same. <laughs> and, and I was can like, can you imagine Whoa. the game that that brought to mind? <laughs> you know the VR game where like it's not the Job Simulator one, but it's another one that's like, oh, it might be Job Simulator where there's a grocery store. There's one of them VR games where there's a grocery store and you have to like beep out um, customers. Imagine wow. that, but Shrek is chasing you. Why would like, you? I barely like getting paid to do that. Why would I pay to do that? The only reason that the job simulator games are f like funny to me is because they're so stupid. <laughs> like in the restaurant one or cafe one, whatever it's called. You, you're just like a fry cook and oh, the God. robots will come up and order something like an egg on a sandwich and you can just give them like a, a cup of like spatula soup. You just put a <laughs> spatula in a pan and make a cup of soup and they'll just be like, okay, this is my food now. Like it's ridiculous. Wow. I love so that. that's why it's like okay, spatula soup. Do that. <laughs> You'll be doing flips for spatula soup. Um, I Get there's out. an amazing uh, achievement hunter <laughs> series of videos of the job simulator games, and Jeremy Dooley <laughs> puts in a bunch of different items to make a can of soup, and then he puts it, that can of soup in with more things, and he just keeps making cans of soup. So he puts all of the cans of various soups into the soup, and he just makes soup, soup, and soup flavored soup. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Wow. I love so that. So funny. I like I want VR for that, you know? I want VR for Beat Saber. I want VR Same. for Elite. I have played Beat Saber. I would be my it, arms would be so beefy. Oh. It would be so girl. fun. <laughs> what a workout. Beat Saber. <laughs> Bloodborne. Anyway. <laughs> Um, and our last thing, because uh, this was kind of a short week, everything was just like postponed and canceled and whatever. Um, Atari, haven't heard about them in a while. Uh, Not since the Atari box. Stuff? Huh? Are they still doing stuff? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, people were starting to worry because the the con the VCS Atari VCS was supposed to happen, or there was supposed to be news, and then people keep coming out and being like, Atari didn't pay me for my work. So the people who backed the Indiegogo campaign for the VCS were starting to get concerned. But according to Atari, the VCS will start shipping in mid-June. 
Indiegogo supporters will get theirs first. Obviously, hopefully that's true. Um, But regular people can still pre-order the bundle, which comes with some accessories like the thing and controllers and stuff for $389.99. What is the VCS? It's, they call it the... It's a video console system. They call it a blend of PC and console. Uh-huh. But since it hasn't come out, nobody knows what that means. It's basically the Ouya, but for Atari. Yeah. And aesthetically, it's amazing. Like, Atari... Yeah, give, give me peeks. It looks super cool. I want one just because it looks cool. But I don't have $400 to spend on something that what? I will probably never use. You don't have just 400 bucks laying around? I don't. For what it's worth, I have an Atari 5200 <laughs> just for I the know. aesthetic. Like, that's so cool looking. It looks like a radiator. And they have like a wood <laughs> one. It does. What? It does? Yeah. It looks like a Wi-Fi box. It's like something you tie someone to and grape them in the mouth. Oh, geez. <laughs> that was grape, by the way. I did say grape. <laughs> Um, if you don't know that reference, I actually younger do, than I, have, I am. <laughs> I have a delightful piece of news for those curious. Yeah. Um, although I haven't played much of the game myself, uh, I know some things now that are happening in Elite Dangerous. Uh, <laughs> one of which is that a couple days ago on June 3rd, Elite Dangerous dropped a trailer for Elite Dangerous Odyssey, which is going to drop early next year. And now you could... In the base game for Elite Dangerous that came out in 2015, like mm-hmm. you could fly around in your ship. And then Horizons came out, and you could not only fly around in your ship, you could go planet side, drop a land roving vehicle, and drive around and explore the land and find alien ruins. Yeah. Odyssey, finally, you have space legs, and you can be a person walking around planets and doing Hell things. Yeah. Uh, they're basically bringing it to the point where Star Citizen wishes that it was. I can't say wishes it was at. Star Citizen is really good for being in, like, still being an alpha. Mm but that'll basically put them on an almost even playing field as far as I can tell from the outside. It's really funny how like No Man's Sky and Elite Dangerous seem to be going in the opposite direction as time goes on. Mm. Because No Man's Sky was very strong with like you land on a planet and you walk around that's what you do. The whole flying through space You could thing, go to another planet but right. why bother? Yeah. But in Elite Dangerous it's the opposite. That's mm. very funny to me. Elite Dangerous worked outside in where No Man's Sky worked inside out. Mm-hmm. So but yeah, so I'll put a link to the trailer for Elite Dangerous Odyssey in the show notes in case you're interested. But that's all we have for news. <laughs> Unless you have anything else to add. No. Sweet. Um, in other news, if you're not playing Ingress, why not? Join the Enlightened. We need you. But only if you like walking in the summer, because oh my god. No, you can drive around in the air conditioning. Park near portals, take them over from your car. Yeah, if you're a lazy bitch. <laughs> Proxy. Uh-huh. Where's the nearest one to here? Uh, it's the same place as the Poke Portal. Yeah, I oh, mean it's still the Poke Portal. The, Poke the portal. Store? <laughs> there's one by the grocery yes, store. The there's portal. one at the Mart. Because like bus area. There's ago. one at Cafe Adesia. There's oh. one down on the corner at the Electrical Box. Because forever there's ago, so many it was more. Like, oh, there's one, but it's all the way up near that church up at the end of the road. Hold and on, like, that's let me like just, two miles. Hang on, let me just. It's still there. Let, let me let me just. There are some portals. In my town where I live in Maine. That's amazing. In bumfuck portals. There's nothing there. Exactly. (laughs) We have portals in bumfuck. Bumfuck portals. Bumfuck bumfuck portals. Take your time. (laughs) Anyway. I'm having a stroke. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Don't forget to check out the Amazon affiliate link in the description. It's uh, an affiliated link. It's a mystery. You don't know what it is. If you buy stuff from it, 
I we get money for it. It's not your money. It's Jeff Bezos' money. So really spend more of your money so we get more of Jeff Bezos' money. That's and, how it works. And one day we will just, you know. Can you see? Why would I run my finger across his throat? <laughs> <laughs> There's also links to our website, Discord, the Elite Dangerous Odyssey trailer, our Extra Life campaign, Patreon. If you go on, if you want to help us support and offset the uh, the cost of running the podcast, we have a merch store. If you're a fan of clothing your naked body, and if you want to buy me a coffee, you can do that through my Ko-Fi link. All that being said, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Happy gaming. See ya. Deuces. This Week in Gaming is a production of WYDG Gaming Radio, a Yeah Dude company. Pre-production, show outline, and hot takes by Raw Zombie, Sarah Green. Edited, produced, and constantly derailed by Proxy Fox, Josh Needham. This Week in Gaming is created and moderated by Zero Threat, Morgan. To learn more about WYDG, Yeah Dude, our other podcasts, or to find us on social media, visit yadudegamers.com. Congratulations for listening all the way through. I told you I was going to read the Sapphire memo, and so here we are. This is uh, dated the July the 18th, 1969, from Bill Sapphire, that's S-A-F-I-R-E, to H.R. Haldeman. Now, there's a note on here that says, Prior to the president's statement, the president should telephone each of the widows-to-be. After the president's statement, at the point when NASA ends communications with the men, a clergyman should adopt the same procedure as a burial at sea, commending their souls to, quote, the deepest of the deep, end quote, concluding with the Lord's Prayer. The memo that would have been delivered to the American public had our mission failed, or had we not been able to retrieve Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong from the moon. Fate has ordained that the men who went to the moon to explore in peace will stay on the moon to rest in peace. These brave men, Neil Armstrong and Edwin Aldrin, know that there is no hope for their recovery. But they also know that there is hope for mankind in their sacrifice. These two men are laying down their lives in mankind's most noble goal, the search for truth and understanding. They will be mourned by their families and friends, They will be mourned by their nation. They will be mourned by the people of the world. They will be mourned by a mother earth that dared send two of her sons into the unknown. In their exploration, they stirred the people of the world to feel as one. In their sacrifice, they bind more tightly the brotherhood of man. In ancient days, men looked at the stars and they saw their heroes in the constellations. In modern times, we do much the same, but our heroes are epic men of flesh and blood. Others will follow and surely find their way home. Man's search will not be denied. But these men were the first, and they will remain the foremost in our hearts. For every human being who looks up at the moon in the nights to come will know that there is some corner of another world that is forever mankind. <laughs>